found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Wednesday edition of Tidbits. This the seventh day of September. Good morning to you, Matthew. Good morning. Why, good morning, Dale. Good to see you. It's great to see you. You know, over the last couple of days, I've run into some of the new guys here in the building. I had a pretty good conversation yesterday with Lewis Caston. Uh, <laughs> Seems like a pretty decent guy, okay? Now, I yeah. wasn't too impressed, and i got to be careful because these guys may be listening. True. I wasn't too impressed by Logan Port yeah, at all. No. He was a little arrogant. He came out of Bangor, Maine, I guess, and thinks he's something. Ah. And then, uh, you know, I, I didn't know for sure about, you know, the other fellow I met, Walton Galveston. <laughs> he was a little, uh, you know. But I must say, I, I kind of like Lewis Caston. He's a decent guy. Yeah. All these fill-ins since Karen's been gone. <laughs> oh, Alan. <sighs> I was uh, looking through our stuff. Okay. And this is from a four-star Army general. He warns that young Americans are either too fat or criminal to join the armed services as recruitment numbers run to historic lows. You're too fat or you're a criminal. Yes. Lieutenant General Xavier Brunson said young people are unqualified to enlist due to obesity or pre-existing medical conditions. Only 23% of people of age to serve are physically eligible to enroll. Wow. The Army won't meet its 2022 recruitment goal of 485,000, falling short by 20,000 recruits. 20,000. Wow. Smaller recruitment numbers come after the Army announced wow. all soldiers must receive the COVID-19 vaccine. You've got to have it. Hmm. Gotta have a dog face. Get down. Give me twenty. <laughs> they still do that. They still like. I bet that you know. Randomly make you just do push-ups. Is that still a thing? I, uh, you still got to be tough. All right. Mm-hmm. So you you can't get too lax. Right. You can't be too easy on them. You got to call them names. You know. You got to feel good about yourself in the service. Okay. <laughs> no. Right. So yeah, I you know. I, believe they would still do that but they offer great uh you know bonuses to enlist. oh yeah you know i mean so anyway really good benefits once you're in I mean, yeah i mean you know you know your uh your clothing supplied you're you know fed you know if you like green you're good okay because if, <laughs> if you like green you're good <laughs> That's a good point. So, but that's isn't that incredible though? That few are qualified to join. Hmm. Does that mean they'll ever start the draft again? I don't know. That would take an act of Congress, wouldn't it? Would wouldn't it? that be? Well, I don't know. Can't you just do anything you want in the government anymore? It seems like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next thing you know, there it is. Right. It probably wouldn't take two years to approve. Okay. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> we we can't get the computer computer chips, but by golly, we'll yeah, we'll reinstate the draft. We'll fast track that sucker. <laughs> so anyway, 
come on, kids, lose a little weight, don't be a crook, and uh, go get barked at in the service. Lose a little weight. (laughs) Remember years ago when uh, West Point, was it West Point, or where they didn't allow women? Uh, Yeah. And then the the one girl wanted to get in. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's like she was too heavy. All right? She was... And I'm not picking on her in particular, but I mean... I don't, re- I don't remember that part. You don't? I mean, no. she was a chunky girl, and she wasn't ready to go in the service. And, you know, she failed, and then they made a big deal of it, and it's like, if you can... At least, you know, when I thought about joining the police department years and years ago... Right. I started running two weeks before the physical exam. <laughs> I could actually get six blocks before the actual physical workout came. <laughs> you had to run a mile. <laughs> so at least I started to get ready. Sure. <clears throat> you know. <clears throat> this. <laughs> well, this is right off the. It's forty years have passed since okay. the first women graduated from forty. All right, from so West Point. Just yesterday to me. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I don't think it's what you think it is. Uh, I, maybe it wasn't there. It was it was an all male yeah institution, and I don't remember. But it just uh, and was it like, some with the Marines. I, I uh, you're thinking Demi Moore. Is that what I'm thinking? And, you know, and, and G.I. Jane. You're thinking G.I. Jane. The girl shaving her head, right? <laughs> See, that's part of our world too. <laughs> That poor girl really tried. She I, tried, <laughs> tried real hard. I don't recall her being overweight. I followed. I followed her through all of her basic training. I. Uh, I don't know. Forty years. I don't think that's the case. Though. I don't think that's what you think it is. I don't remember, but there was something. Anyway, you, you got to be, you know, physically fit to be in the in the service. You, you've got to be ready. So, get in shape and uh, stay out of trouble, kids. <laughs> I mean, great bonus money. Yeah. I know a guy that's been in the service for 20 years, and um, for two more, they gave him like, uh, what the heck was it, 30 something grand or more to reenlist for two more. Mm-hmm. Maybe even more than that. You know, it's right. just a lot. It's like, gee whiz. Plus, you're going to clothe me? And feed me? Although, I think you have to pay for your your stuff after you're in there. Hmm. Take care of your equipment. Remember, that's your rifle, not your gun. Electronic cigarettes maker Juul has agreed to pay nearly $440 million to settle a two-year investigation by 33 states into the marketing of its high-nicotine vaping products. They've long been blamed for sparking a national surge in teen vaping. Connecticut Attorney General William Tong announced the deal <laughs> announced the deal Tuesday on behalf of the states plus Puerto Rico, which joined together in 2020 to probe Jewel's early promotions and claims about the benefits of its technology as a smoking alternative. Now you and I remember the stories where it was actually more of an explosive device. Right. And then right. burning people. Yeah. 
You'd be just driving down the road, and all of a sudden, bam, it blows up. What an alternative. <laughs> Before, I'd just have the cherry fall off the cigarette into my belly button. <laughs> now this just blows up in my pocket. Now this is... You get the added bonus of shrapnel, <laughs> plus burning. It's great. Uh, the... Uh, the $438.5 million settlement, which amounts to about 25% of Jewel's U.S. sales of $1.9 billion last year, wow. will be paid over a period of 6 to 10 years. It's amazing how much money those things make. You see a lot of people doing it, man. They still have them. You know. yeah. Of course, now they're sneaking you know, other material on there. Mm-hmm. But it smells, you know, many of them, they smell good. Right. Okay, you know, if they... You got the. It's like you almost want to stand next to them and inhale that two and a half pound smoke bomb that came out of their lungs. It is a lot, right? It's like it's, it's, it's a unbelievable. Lot. It is. It's like dang. That's how's that much come out of there? Huh? We've got uh, some oh some messages, and then we'll be back with more tidbits. Don't go away. This is tidbits. Back. <laughs> Thought I had a moment. There, my throat. <clears> All I can say, Mother Nature's cruel to me. I just went out. Cloudy. There's more clouds than. Now, how did I see six or seven stars when I was out? I just. That's presuming... all you saw? Well, I don't have oh, time yeah. to. <laughs> Let me. I can count them. I'm em. just searching <laughs> for some indicator when it's dark. Uh, there's okay. one. <laughs> Oh, another one, too. <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> and with the number that I counted quickly, it had to be clear in my book. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. You can't see anything anyway. Well, I'm wrong. I was wrong. I'm just, I'm always wrong. <laughs> okay. And, because uh, you know, I just, uh, I'll at least admit it. I, I was wrong. By the way. Yeah. By the way, since we're talking Denver. We were just talking about yeah. you know going to Denver, Indiana yeah, for the right. uh, for the fall mm-hmm. thing. If you're in Denver, swing by get a uh, get a pizza from D'Angelo's Pizza. Okay, it's amazing. So you've had that? Oh, it's incredible. So D'Angelo's Pizza Pie. Yeah. It is. Um, I, I know people that that drive to Denver specifically for this pizza. Okay, I mean it's it's worth the trip. It's it's that good. All right. So there you go. There's a tip from Matthew. Yeah. This from uh, Ohio, the uh, decision by Cedar Point to uh, shut down their tallest roller coaster. It's the world's second tallest, by the way. Wow. Comes a year after a small metal object Uh-oh. flew off a 420-foot-tall top thrill dragster coaster and struck a lady in the head. A state investigation found no evidence that the park acted illegally or had reason to believe the ride was unsafe. The ride has remained closed since August 15th of 2021. Mm. A year after the Top Thrill Dragster opened in 2003, four riders were slightly injured when metal shavings sheared off the coaster's launch cable. What a thrill. (laughs) (laughs) What a great time. (laughs) I... I don't know. I just, I'm not. But again, so many people carry so much stuff on them now, you know, that could easily fall mm-hmm. off. Yeah. You know, I don't know how the thing works. The Kingda, the Kingda Ka, 
roller coaster at Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson Township, New Jersey, is considered the world's tallest. It's 456 feet, and evidently they've had no issues with the Kingda Ka roller coaster. I'm just not into coasters. Yeah. And this is a story that I like to uh, to focus on. Okay. Now, don't uh, don't be 12 years old when I start talking about this story. Okay. Don't do it. People are warned to stay away from the inch-long puss caterpillars in Florida. These small insects are one of the country's most venomous creatures. What? The caterpillars are covered in hair-like bristles. And have an orange streak running down their back. Extremely toxic spines from the insect can stick to people's skin and are hidden among its hair. Mm. Stings can be incredibly painful, radiating throughout the body. It's recommended to get the spines out of your skin as soon as possible with the aid of cellophane tape. Now, I know everyone's got that on them at all times in their backpack or their fanny pack. (laughs) Okay. Hey, Paul, get that out of the fanny pack. We need some cellophane tape. I got masking tape. Nope. <laughs> Duct tape. Nope. <laughs> it's got to be cellophane. If anyone happens to be stung by these critters, hydrocortisone cream, ice packs, or oral antihistamine can be used to help ease the pain. Jeez. Puss caterpillars can also be found in New Jersey, Arkansas, and Texas. They're all over. What are they doing? Why do we have these? The population numbers for the insect can change depending on the weather, number of parasites around, and food availability. (laughs) In the Sunshine State, it's most common to see the insects during the fall and spring on elm and oak trees. Elm and oak. So if you're going to Florida, not only do you have to worry about all the other great things that you can be harmed by, but now you've got the puss caterpillar. And you may say to yourself, oh, look. It's a, what they call like a, well, the ones here, the... Woolly worm. It's a woolly worm. Look at them. <laughs> it's not a woolly worm. No. You may, be, you may think it is, but it's not. Well, it's uglier. But it has those long, like, tethered things on their head. You know, they look like cat ears, kind of, but yeah. they look like feathers. Anyway, be aware of those. It's always something. It is. Where do they come from? I don't know. It's like we get all this stuff and... Um, how am I almost 47 years old never heard of a puss caterpillar? Like, how is I, that I a thing? I don't know. You just ain't been around, I guess. Is that what it is? Yeah. You know, we, we don't know where our community... We need to have a, a study, mm. kind of like a study class here, where we've got a little map of this area with all the various communities. And then we'd have a quiz on how to get there. I'll do you one better. Okay, all right. What we should do okay. is do this show yeah. from each community. Well, how do we pull that off? We could pull it off. Could we? Yeah. Let me just think about I it. I guess you know? our staff is growing. It's growing by leaps and bounds. But, me, you know, live from Denver, we do we do the show live from Denver. How much fun would that be? Oh, it'd be a blast. It we could be. have a live studio audience. We could. We could bring in local people, talk about their community. Great idea. Then we go to somewhere else. Okay. Media. That's a booming community. (laughs) Yeah, we hit 12 Mile. We could hit, you know, all sorts of different communities. We should take this on the road. Okay. We'll present that to the 
the chief. I'm sure he'll agree. I'm sure he will. All right. Now, this is uh, information. We talked about this the other day about uh, COVID and some of the things that help, you know, alleviate its symptoms that are not really readily on the market. Researchers have discovered an antibody that neutralizes all known COVID-19 variants. Really? The antibody is called SP-177. Was developed by researchers that so far can neutralize all forms of COVID-19. Wow. Experts say that a vaccine that could take out all variants of COVID would mean you would only need to get a COVID-19 shot or booster once a year. Once a year. Now, is that going to go over well with... Moderna and these other makers, because they're making, you know, buku bucks off making their vaccines. It's booster after booster after booster after booster. And this one shot can take care of all known variants of COVID-19. What's that going to (laughs) cost? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Do you still get your stuff for nothing? Do you get your COVID shots for nothing? Is that so. still on the house? I think so. Okay. Right? I did. I've not had any boosters or Right. And I you know, I may have paid the cost when I went to Cincinnati because I you know, I got something. But I you know, I bounced back quickly. There you go. And finally now this is I can't imagine this. A Floridian on the road, snapped a photo of what appeared to be a real alligator tied to the rear bumper of a vehicle. Okay. Oh, my gosh. The roped reptile was spotted on I-95 south of Melbourne. The gator appeared to be real and was tied up snout to tail. Didn't appear to be alive. <laughs> now, who does that? Well, that's good eating. Is that what the is that what they're thinking? They found it. <laughs> yeah, let's go. You get money for that, right? I mean, do they? Do you? It's currently alligator hunting season. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but in order to hunt a gator, you have to have a permit through the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. So that means basically, if you're attacked by one, you're screwed. You can't kill it. Okay. <laughs> the only other time you're allowed to trap a gator. Is if it's considered a nuisance and you're a license. I would say trapper. if you're attacked, and at that point it becomes a nuisance. Okay. But you're not a licensed trapper. Oh, I can't touch you. <laughs> I think they would give you an exception. This cracks me up because this this picture where they have this, you know, gigantic gator strapped to the bumper of this dude's car is like they went gator hunting and they actually got one, and the guy that drove is like, Yeah, you're not putting that in my car. <laughs> You sure it's dead? Poking it. Yeah. It's big. It's big. And it's I just can't can't imagine anybody wanting to do that. But again, I guess if uh, you grow up down there, there's jobs for you. Did you see this next one? I mean there's so many oh, good ones. Oh my gosh. A large swarm of bees. Caught on camera Ah. gathering around the Florida family's porch light. Of course it's Florida. It's uh, from Cape Coral. A photo of a swarm made up of thousands of bees on the wall around a light on their porch. 
A guy that studies this kind of stuff says bees were likely just making a brief stop on the porch while searching for a new home. <laughs> we'll just rest here, fellas. <laughs> it's, what are they going to do? Are they going to burrow into this place? Right. Because we have those stories, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where it's inside the wall, thousands and thousands. <laughs> you know, and it's like bees now are like so... Well, you can't mess with them. They're... They're... <laughs> vital to our environment you can't don't don't no no no. now would you be nervy to go in that house uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) everyone you got to crawl through the window (laughs) we we got a bathroom window you can just crawl in it's fine just come on in they'll leave soon they're looking for a new place (laughs) so there you go matt some tidbits on this uh wednesday see i gotta catch up with what day it is so uh, that'll do it for this edition of Tidbits, and okay. we'll do it again tomorrow. By the way, we got a text. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That said, <laughs> yes, yes, Tidbits on the road. So you got at least one fan yeah. of it. Now, what about, okay, so if you start doing that, then we got to hit all the places that we've got listeners in other locations. Tidbits on the road in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. The Philippines. The Philippines. <laughs> Guam. Oh, it'll be such a big, big hit. I'll, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Buddy. Okay. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits. Tidbits.